Hey, it's this a, is Tommy Chong, and you're thinking outside the long box. The following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. They tell me not to yell tonight because one is a bitch. And you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan Doyle, Gabe, Tim, and nobody else. This is not a loud introduction brought to you by the downstairs puntas. <laughs> She seemed like she got really awkward as soon as that dude came in. Who? Which uh, one? The girl that was dressed as Catwoman. Oh, yeah. really? But yeah. Which was weird because he seemed like just totally happy to be here. He did seem like a really cool guy. All right. We're recording, by the way. But she did get Let's a little more awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got to swallow the food I put in my mouth. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the A24 movie, The Lighthouse, starring Willem Dafoe and uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert. I, kept, I kept trying to say the name Richard. I was like, that's not right. Dick Pattinson? Dick Pattinson. Also starring Dick Pattinson. Richard The Lighthouse. <laughs> Richard The Lighthouse. Right? Why am I still wearing this? <laughs> brought to you by Naval Safety. <laughs> So uh, don't dash your yeah. up on the road. So this right. this, uh, this recording session, obviously, uh, we have an episode where we talk about the calendar because we're doing the photo shoot this weekend, uh, and then we chose three, I guess, like weird slash scary movies uh, because it's October. So yeah. we, we're doing Lighthouse, The Changeling, and uh, I feel like that's going to be our next, next episode time too. is also yeah. October, yeah, <laughs> and very close to Halloween, yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. lighthouse. Uh, this is a fucking amazing movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is. I would call it an amazing art house film. Yeah, it's definitely sure. an art house movie. Like art house or. Oh, there's a lot of nipple in these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like art house, you'll love the nipple in these pictures. <laughs> Not sure we're gonna be able to use some of these. No, we definitely can't. There was some slippage, but. My nipples is out all over the place, guys. It's insane. <laughs> I was going to say, Doyle, you need to tuck those in. Yes. Yeah, mind if they're roll, sir. Roll them up, Doyle. Calm yeah, your tits, the, Doyle. Put those chocolate chip cookies away. They're really small. <laughs> Wait, how many nipples There's does like he two have? Moles. Just all over the place? They just look like really well placed moles. It's really weird. <laughs> God damn it. I don't need that fucking mental image. Holy shit. <laughs> So alive. Oh man! Like Fuck! Probably. I officially know way too fucking much about you, Doyle. Probably. That is not a thing I needed to know. What the fuck? We were talking about the light. The lighthouse. We are talking the about lighthouse. the lighthouse. I will say, if you don't, if you're not a fan of like a slower paced, more art house film, I don't think you would like. This Absolutely not. Yeah. Like, so a lot of the problems that the people know myself, bitches. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the problems that people had with the witch. People are going to have with yes. this movie because yeah. they are so. directed by the same so. po- person. Yeah, because this is way less linear. Like the the moment I realized yeah. that there was like funky time shit happening was when he said, "You know, he'll be here tomorrow, right? You know, to come pick him up off of the island." He's yeah. like, "Bro, we've been here for weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is not letting up anytime soon, right?" He's like, "No, we missed the boat yesterday. No, no, no. It's been like five weeks." <laughs> Yeah. So, 
Which one's the crazy one in this? Like, who actually goes crazy? I think they're both fucking crazy. Yeah, they they I mean, both drank turpentine fucking with honey in it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, the movie, I think, is definitely designed to ask that question and not answer it. Yeah. But... I mean, we do see just, Willem... Defoe is just naturally insane, so it's I It's his like it's... fucking face. I mean, we do watch him crawl like a dog for like 100 feet. It's his face and his... And himself, I think. <laughs> he is a little cuckoo bananas. He is. Uh, he this is an art house film. Yes. <laughs> back to that. Yes. <laughs> it's the only way. It's the only place to come back to after that. I hate it. I knew we all knew you would. <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense. It's just. It's just two dudes going crazy. We don't even really know if there's time manipulation shit is if it's just more crazy. Yeah, but yeah. I I was like, all right, there's gonna be a crazy mermaid and there's gonna be crazy thing like monsters and shit, and it never fucking comes to fruition. There's the one scene where I think he's dreaming and it's the fucking mermaid. But I was like, oh cool, this is gonna be really cool, and it leads fucking nowhere. Like it literally does nothing. Yeah, it does. He fucks that mermaid. In his dream, in his dream, but the, but I I I honestly thought it was gonna be like he was gonna reach the top and there was gonna be crazy monster there. Maybe she'd fucking kill him or something. Like I I thought that lot. there was gonna be way more to this movie and there just wasn't. It was just these two drunk the thing, dudes. Artistically, or there was. <laughs> yes, there actually is a ton to this movie. Mm-hmm. Like so much of this movie is about dealing with like repressed grief, like a guy who has literally. T- Taken on the the identity of someone that he murdered and by like, accident. I think he just let, by purpose. I thought he just let it happen. He, he tells he the just two let stories. it happen. Yeah. yeah, but he also tells it like so. He has a flashback where he hits the guy. Oh yeah, like where he hits him with a pole and pushes him into the water. Mm. Like so, there's there's a lot of question like as to you know who's losing their mind, who has already lost yeah. their mind, like. What is actually happening and like how that all develops? Well, like, there actually, even more than one person there. Very. I had a question about that at the point in the film. I just that, that didn't interest me because I I just thought they were both losing their minds. It's I you could hate care. thinking about. Movies. No, it's not true. It's absolutely one not hates true. Thinking outside it's the just, long box. It's just I it it leads down the direction of something else. Because I thought there was going to be monsters, and I thought there was going to be something more to it, and it's literally just two dudes going mad, and that's really what this movie is. Like I get there are different themes that it tries to talk about, which is fine, but when you brass nuts it, it's literally two dudes going nuts, and then one dude kills the other dude. Maybe, maybe, or (laughs) he reverse fight clubs himself. Like, it's just weird. It's just a weird thing. And then at the end, he falls down the stairs, and then it jump cuts to him just being eaten outside. Like, I, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, did he just, we just skipped over the part he went absolutely crazy and just landed outside and just let the birds eat him? Sometimes people get eaten when they're crazy. Why? Or he may have, like, Cause he gotten did... hypothermia, like, in the water way at the beginning of the movie when right. he was walking into the water. Mm-hmm. And all of the things that are happening are just in his head. It could be. Yeah. yeah. He's just going crazy. Like I said, you have to, like, you really, I don't even think there's a right or wrong. You just have to be okay with the movie doing that to you to like a movie like this. Like, this movie is like the whole, like, you walk into a room and there's, like, multiple doorways. It's like the there's 95 doorways. We explore mm-hmm. them all a little bit, and none of them may or may not be going on during this movie. You know, Gabe, you might be onto something, because he does go out into the water. You don't, it jump cuts to a different scene. 
exactly. immediately. You don't see him get out, and then the final scene of the movie is, is him, him dead, basically. Dead on the beach being eaten by yeah. seagulls. That's what I was saying. It's like, so how did he get outside? Two people, like... Might have been dead the whole damn time. Yeah. Or he's, yeah... Or he's going crazy because he's getting eaten by seagulls, which also explains all the antagonism that seagulls... Yeah, why he, like, bashes one to <laughs> oblivion. <laughs> Holy shit. That was a that, full that was fucking a, minute was a cool of scene. murdering the shit out of that seagull. Oh, man, that is, a, that is a great picture right there. It is. I like how you went pro-seagull there for a minute, though. Like, no, it is like... Like, seagull life matters. Like, like the, it was very bizarre. Uh, like seagull, the, all bird lives matter. Yeah. Like okay, the be. moment you see that, though, you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Uh-oh. I feel like that's really common in the art house suspense slash horror movies that are happening right now. Is to have like a really intense, like violent scene. Yeah, like the movie's not violent, not violent. Just brutal, guttural violence, move on. Pan's, like, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth immediately jumps Pan's to Labyrinth, mind. I feel like yeah. one of those films that started that. I love, yeah. I love that movie. It is amazing. Such a good movie. But I mean, I was thinking about Midsommar as well, where you have like, oh, like that scene where they're all dead with the masks, like comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. or, or just the scene that where the chick just like bails off, or the, the scene in Hereditary where the chick gets her head just straight taken off. Yeah. Well, the scene in Midsommar that really like fucks with you, and Bashing then nothing, the yeah, when, when they jump from the cliff or whatever for ritual suicide, and the guy doesn't actually kill himself, so they have to, like, smack yeah, his fucking head. the smasher comes out. Yeah. Life and I got it. <laughs> like, that scene was so, like, boom! And then the rest of the movie is so fucking tame. Even the, like, yeah. even the gory shit later in the movie is not as intense. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, like, a new trend. It's, like... Yeah. Here's an uppercut of that's fucked up. Move up. Right? <laughs> I don't know. I I really like movies like this because I like I, I like questioning all the different possibilities that yeah. could have happened and ex- like you said exploring each of the doors like just a little bit. Right? And it's fun to it's fun for me to talk about stuff like that after the fact. So to me movies like this feel more like reading than they do movies cuz you yeah. like you get a lot more of the imaginatory like exploring of scenes like you do as you're reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's different, but I do like it as well. It it definitely leaves a lot open to like your thoughts and your imaginations and is way less like linear as to this is what happened. And right. I, I yeah. love that. Love like perfect perfect example in the movie is when he's fixing the shingle and he's just like watching the other guy sleep and he's like humping his bed. Yeah. And that lingers for like a minute and he's like, nah, I'm gonna go back to fixing the roof. Yeah. Like Or where they're dancing yeah. with each other. Like because they're just both completely shit faced. And they're super lonely. Like yeah. they've been stuck there and you don't at that point in the movie you have no idea how long they've been there. Yeah. Well we talked about Pattinson's backstory, Def- Willem Defoe's backstory is that he like basically left his wife and kid to go work the White House. Yeah. The Lighthouse. Like, But so like the whole thing about him not really having ever been on a ship. Yeah. Because the guy got into his logbook and at the very beginning, it's just him working at the lighthouse or something. Yeah. He was never a fucking ship's captain or anything. anything. He's just bullshit. He's just some asshole. Yeah. Dude, would you ever let someone talk to you like that? Like what? Like Willem no, Defoe. I would quit. You're I gonna would... swap the fucking floor yeah. and you'll do it with a smile because you'll the fucking shit love out it. of that guy. Uh, I wouldn't. It's not worth it. I'd just dude, leave, dude. It's like 200 years ago. Like there's n- nothing's gonna happen. Like you're gonna say, uh, he fell off the thing. So oh, so mm-hmm. that reminds me. <laughs> so I just mean it's not worth my energy. 
more than anything. So this is actually based on, like, super loosely based on a true story. Uh, I was hoping you wouldn't forget this. I was going to remind you if you started to do it. Sorry, let me... Because this this sounded really cool. So, the plot of the film is very loosely based on an old Welsh story about a pair of lighthouse keepers. Uh, Certain key details can be traced between the two. The Welsh tale featured two keepers. Uh, They're the same. They both have the name Thomas, uh, the same as in the film. Uh, The younger one had a dark and hidden past, just like Winslow does, and uh, he eventually went crazy and killed his older colleague. Um, (laughs) But the guy constructed a coffin for for the guy that he killed because he felt bad Mm -hmm. that he had killed them. And then uh, the storm came and tore the coffin apart. Uh, (laughs) And so the guy's arm got caught outside of the window and was just waving at him. Mm. And it, like, just made the dude's mind snap even more. Lord. Um, He ended up, I think he ended up getting effectively, like, hung out, like, in full view. So when the ship came to, like, pick them up. He was like there, and like the dead guy was like there. I remember like, reading this on Creepypasta. Yeah, like so. So it, it's loosely based on like a real event that happened oh, in in cool. Wales, like in the 1800s. So that's crazy as shit. Yeah, there's an episode of um, started running internet. Astonishing out there after that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the porns. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little yeah, wank wank. Well, I'm sure lighthouses are super automated today, but yeah, you know, oh. that's what they would be if they weren't for sure sh- i'm for not sure. even sure lighthouses are yeah. still used anymore dude with radar and ships i, no, I, think, and they are, I think they are, are. Yeah. jack off stations in the middle of nowhere that's all they are. <laughs> right there is a lot of masturbation in this movie more masturbation in this movie than most movies i watch yeah 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 at least 98 percent more masturbating in this movie than the Matrix, for sure. <laughs> Jurassic I'm pretty, Park. I'm pretty sure there's a hundred percent more masturbation in this movie than in Jurassic Park. I don't know. Or wait, are we, we talking know. about masturbation in the movie or times you masturbated to the movie? Oh, I would say mm, yeah. during in the movie. <laughs> As I during in the movie, mm, Doyle's yes. climax is when the Tyrannosaurus Rex bites all, the guy off the toilet. It's like do 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 do. Right? <laughs> no. What's the guy's name again? The Spielberg? No, the, the fucking... I know it's the, he does the sexy pose after he gets hurt. Oh, Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum? Goldblum. Mm. I had a remark about him. I couldn't remember his fucking name. Yeah. You're, you're very high. You're probably pretty tired. I'm at the end of the high, but it's like ma- mixed with the tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not as quick. <laughs> <laughs> Quick-witted. He's never quick. Quick. Yeah. I'm. I would say slightly swift sometimes. <laughs> swift. Oh man. Is that a JBS joke? It doubled as one. I realized after I said it. <laughs> so punny. You're at the bottom of stairs. So punny. You should probably move pretty fast. So, <laughs> going around the table, what do we say? 
much. I'm going to give it a thumbs just below middle. Just below middle. I'm surprised by that. I thought I would have thought you hated it. I would just movie. have no, assumed no, no. thumbs I, straight I, down. I, I like well, the... You had said you hated William Dafoe, and it didn't seem like your kind of movie. I think William Dafoe is a giant over-actor, but that's how he got fucking famous, oh. I feel like. It's just... It's, yeah, it's the, huge. It's out there. Nep- the yeah. Neptune curse... There's no way you're not going to be an over-actor. <laughs> that's really. what I'm saying, yeah. It's like his facial bones are barely connected <laughs> to each other. They're just going any which way. <laughs> he has, like, some of the craziest-looking facial expressions. Yeah. Dude, that's- I was on board if it was... I literally was on board if it was these two fucking dudes are going crazy, and he's trying to outsmart the old dude because he wants to get to the top of the lighthouse, and there's going to be this fucking crazy mermaid fucking thing that he's going to fuck at the end of the movie. Like, I, that would have been so much cooler to me because it would have led to something. Just and it literally... Yeah, it literally it literally led to nothing, and I was like, "Oh, that was kind of sad." <laughs> That's why. But I, I right I, between the scales. The, the, fil- that, the film what? looks good. <laughs> I think the film looks good. I'm okay with bo- a lot of black and white. Uh, like it, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a wop. Yes, mermaids sweat that wet ass pussy. Hey, oh, maybe Jesus. it is always wet. <laughs> Technically, very technically, yeah. 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 yeah they don't actually. Technically, how about you? I never fucked a mermaid. <laughs> 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 Thought about it? Sure, why not? What do you oh give the God. movie, Doyle? I know. Um, I gave it two thumbs up. Still, yeah. I William Defoe has like overacted his way into my heart. Yeah. <laughs> As first the Goblin, and then in Boondock Saints, yeah, Green Goblin, and then specifically Boondock Saints too. But, Everybody talks about like the two guys that make badass and boondock saints. I think he fucking makes that movie. He does. Yeah. For absolutely. Sure. He that makes it like him. He makes it way more interesting. He's It's been fucking, a minute since I've seen that movie. He's disturbing as fuck in Antichrist. I just like how he's that just movie's really good. Showing up and He's a quality like all over people. He's like a quality C character character in the first John Wick too. Yeah. Yeah. When he slaps that gay guy for being gay, that was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> It's still pretty funny. Yeah, it's true. It's true. See, I give it two thumbs up. I like this movie. Right on. I, I also, mean, it's definitely a weird Defoe film, though. It's just a weird movie in general. Uh, Pattinson does well. Pattinson he also does really does good. Yeah, a I think ton of weird. I don't movies think the well. acting is bad. I think and that's pa- the thing. I don't. It's not that I didn't like because it was acted poorly or it looked bad. It just the the fucking. No, it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. I just remember. You, I thought you said you hated Defoe. I just think he's an over-actor. But that's his career at this point. Would it be weird to live in the day when everyone was an over-actor? Back in the Western days and stuff like that? If you watch Westerns, dude, everyone is over-actor. Yeah, for sure. Like, literally, people with no lines that get shot off balconies are (laughs) over- (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is my moment. (laughs) False three-story stands back up. (laughs) I'm dying. (laughs) Get my teeth, mom. Gold teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I just must have been a weird time where that's like, you know, those were your movies. Like week. all movies were right. like that, yeah. just nonstop. One guy slightly does an overact and he wins an Oscar. <laughs> right. <laughs> so believable. Yeah, Charlton, so believable. Heston. Charlton Heston <laughs> yeah. is the calm actor. Yes. <laughs> yeah, wow. Who do you think is the most iconic, like, I don't know, character of a person? Ever in Hollywood like that? Character of a person like just like, Defoe is like a character. Like he he could be a cartoon character. I feel like you got we talked about Goldberg a little bit ago. I think is a little bit like that, but more like Godfrey, like Gilbert Godfrey. 
people Steve like that Buscemi. Just, yeah, they're just like fucking. This is an individual. Yeah, that is like no one else on yeah. the planet. And they're. Famous. I think Christopher Walken fits in that. Oh yeah, yeah time. for sure. sure. Um, Even though he plays Christopher Walken in everything. Well, yeah, just, well that's the thing. Yeah. It's like he's, Willem most Dafoe. Most directors do, I yeah. feel like. They just, they just show up as themselves. Like, I think Nick Cage. Uh, pay me all the millions. Around me. I think mm-hmm. Nick Cage fits in there. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially that guy, now. That guy's nuts. Especially man. now. Did you see the pictures of him walking around with like his fucking bright pink leather vest Mm-mm. like covered in ridiculous like patches? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Guy's amazing. When you got so much Busey. money, it doesn't even matter anymore. You see, for sure. That's I was like, trying to remember like, his damn name this whole that's time. Like mental health. Though. I was gonna say that's hard because it's not all. It's not like necessarily his fault. <laughs> even what he was saying, he was. Great. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Now I feel like Tom crazy. Cruise is that guy. Yeah. Like he's always Tom Cruise. But is he a character? Yes. Yeah. He is hyperactive. Look at me. Look at me, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I think all the time. Except I don't think he was that in Jerry Seinfeld though. or in Seinfeld. Though. Seinfeld, not Seinfeld. <laughs> I was like, what? Now, what's the movie where Jerry Maguire? Maguire. Jerry Maguire. So like yeah. one movie. But I feel like that's the only. I feel like people with it's not in defense of Tom Cruise. There's a lot of actors like that. Once they, I feel like they only get cast to do certain things, and then there are actors that are only capable of doing certain things. I get what you're saying. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's that or that, but it's like Nick Cage. I feel like is kind of the, the second, and now they're starting to move him into like let's well. Why don't we just start utilizing that? <laughs> like, yeah. Crazy motherfucker A in this movie, just slot the Nick Cage. Isn't he doing like a martial arts film or something right now? Probably. Yes. Like, and it's. Oh. Isn't it about like Brazilian jiu jitsu or something it is, crazy? Yeah, it's called jiu jitsu. <laughs> yeah. You, you interviewed the director. Oh, that's right. You interviewed the director from the film. Yeah. He was in a totally for, different country. For kickboxer I how, or something I thought it was something yeah. like, like ju- ancient jiu-jitsu. Asian fighting form. Jiu-jitsu. And jiu-jitsu. Like, he, was on, he was on, uh, on set. Though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's in the movie Cages. No, no, no. But the, the director, when we talked to him, was on set filming the filming movie. Filming that movie. What the fuck yeah. must that have been like? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty weird because Van Damme, I think, is in it too or something. See, to me, that I feel like... Van Damme is one of those yeah. people. He oh, totally, can only yeah. be himself. <laughs> yes, he can Chuck be, Norris. He can be a very heartstring pulling version of himself, but he's still himself, right? I don't think Chuck Norris is. You Chuck Norris has been a bunch of different things. Like they're very similar, uh, but like it's all right, I see is one. Chuck Norris. When all, I see Chuck they Norris, they all had mustaches, <laughs> but it wasn't always Chuck Norris. Here we go. He's dead, but Chris Farley. Oh, I don't know. He played a lady one time, but and he, he played like a fat guy one time. Chris Farley, Farley. every yeah. time, and though. he played like <laughs> he played a guy that lived in a van down by the river one time. <laughs> Dimitri Logothetis is who we interviewed, and that was episode S sixty five. Go check that out. That makes sense. That that's his name. Sixty five. S S sixty five. I was like, fuck. Special special episode sixty five. That's when we. It's like right after we started separating the interviews out. Yeah, their own and it, it includes Nicolas Cage. That's the he's the one of the main guys. Nick Cage is on the interview. No, 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 no. no. He's in the movie. You would know that. You we would have know. talked about that yeah, a yeah. lot more. <laughs> that would have been way bigger. News. His his guy said no. So <laughs> so I give this two thumbs up to continue that. Um, I really like these kind of movies. Uh, I would, real quick. I, sorry, hi. So I can't let it go. <laughs> At what point do you start turning away what will be ego-boosting 
five to ten minutes of your time from people. Because I feel like in everyday life, a bunch of people will waste your time throughout the day that you don't want to fucking interact with. And they suck. And if you're famous, you can just go like, well, I could just sit in my house and talk to people who stroke my fucking ego all day. I think it's like you get what, – well, what point does that overweigh the now I'm not talking to fuck? But I think some of it is the how many people reach out yeah, to you. Yeah, I'm saying I wonder what the point is. Yeah. Yeah, how famous you got to get. Yeah. I think it's not about how famous they are. I think it's about how famous we are. I think that's what it boils well, down I mean, to. Because like they're go- didn't get the they're, they're going to give their – 20 to 30 minutes of time to somebody that that has more clout which is beautiful yeah. which is beautiful because I, I i was like all right let's see let's see who i can reach out to on tommy's tommy chong's you know people because there's a list of managers and bullshit mm-hmm. right and then he, anytime somebody has a website listed i go to the website because i'm like oh fuck there's usually a different contact page there yeah and i'm doing research and i'm doing some shit and his son is one of his people and i was like that's the fucking dude who i'm reaching i'm not reaching out to stuffy fucking asshole in an office somewhere yeah i'm reaching out to his son and and it it literally was like 45 minutes later, and he's like, yeah, sure, we can make it happen. I was like, yes! <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's what you do. No, it was the same thing as always, but it's it, for me, it's like I'll always look back. So if somebody has an agent who we've already gone through to get another to get a different interview, I'll email that agent. You know, Otherwise, I'm just fucking doing a dartboard and just seeing what the fuck happens. But if they have their own contact page dedicated to their website or a different project yeah. or something, I'll go through there and just see. Because usually... Usually those are those get fed to somebody who's not necessarily his manager or his publicist and shit like that, and it's usually an easier process. It's like a that side way. hustle manager, yeah. who's just like side managing. And his his son well, is well, the one who's like, yeah. like a yeah. different aspect of yeah. his business. Mm-hmm. Dude, Dude, that interview is it. unbelievable. By yeah, the way, I listen to it. <laughs> it's it's very little of it is about the movie. <laughs> very a lot of it is him just telling me how he views and like, we, we the sh- universe. We, sh- we should we should we should save that for the next topic. Oh, that's my that's my fault cool. for derailing yeah. that. We didn't say his name yet, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, Tommy Chong. Yeah, and I'm not supposed to talk about it. Why? You just said let's save it for the next one. Oh. No. Well, I mean, I, We've I already, said already mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean the in-depth conversation. Yeah. Let's just wait for the for the next episode. Uh, Tim did not give a rating. Oh, both thumbs way the fuck up. I saw this in theaters last Halloween when it came oh, out. Oh wow! And uh, I wish I would have seen this in the theater. Like, I, this I, was, I do feel it would have been better. I really wanted to see it. it. Alicia did not. So I kind of like tricked Kenny into wanting to go see it so that we could all go see Kenny. it. Because <laughs> otherwise I knew I was never going to watch this film until maybe it became a pick of ours, which it <laughs> did. But yeah, I really like this film. I it, see, it looked crazy as hell and I wanted to see it. I see why it was a pick. And like I said, I don't shun it for what it did. I just don't like where it went. Right. But I can definitely see why it was a chosen by you guys like it's it's it seems like an art house that's exactly what the fuck it is you know and it seems just like that so i get it i love it it's a it's a great movie so yeah right, well on that note four to five defoes <laughs> that's that's a lot that's of a lot fucking defoes by the way acting yeah. any other actor would be a straight five out of five seriously right? though that curse of neptune that he gives so fucking good Genuinely, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. How like the lighting, 
how the lighting changes yeah. like through the whole shot until he's just like that black and white statue of a sailor like just mm. screaming. It's a much more darker version of when Gandalf like gets uppity with Bilbo. <laughs> yeah. Right? Bilbo, <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Hey, did you take any pictures of Danny with a mask? Which one's Danny? The one that you just did last? The skeleton? No. Well, she kind of okay. has a mask painted on. Yeah, I can yeah. Photoshop right. one. All right. Well, until next time, be sure to check us out. TOTLB.com. Of course, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TOTLB, where you can get videos of us talking about other stuff that we're watching that we end up not talking about on the show. Um, also, go to YouTube, tinyurl.com slash TOTLBTube. We are very, very close Still, like I think we're like three away. Two, two, two away. We're at ninety-eight. So you reloading, sons of bitches. (laughs) We know how many of you are listening. It's free. Now we're three people away. Yeah, because somebody's like, "Fuck you, man!" (laughs) Three clicks, man. I'm pretty sure you could get to this button three clicks from now. (laughs) Two people. I didn't. I didn't see the other subscribers. Then they were sitting here earlier while you were helping Doyle. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We we like told them on air to go do it, and I think they were guilted into doing it. It does say 98 subscribers now. Awesome. They were. They. Genuinely, I know we're we're going out, but genuinely, those two dudes seemed fucking crazy happy to be on the show after we were yeah, done they shooting. Had a lot of fun. So yeah, they were. Paris and Sam look forward to them in well, the live episode totally coming up. Just like I know why they would be happy because they were totally just sitting here awkward ducks, like just like I'm I'm here, guys. And yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't think either one of them were significant others. No, well, no, no. they specifically were pointed out. They like, were this muscle is my guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Incidentally, I could have taken out either of them. Yes. But. <laughs> I don't know that dude, the tall dude was look wiry. No, not that guy. That guy would have kicked my ass. The cowboy the looking guy. Like guy. The car heart. Uh-uh. Yeah, there's enough. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> there's enough Mexicans in. All right, it's been it's been good, everybody. Uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> we've we talked about we've talked about the website. We've talked about Patreon. We've talked about YouTube, and of course, we need to talk about this man that used to love midgets, but now he's dead. His name's Michael Kirk. Call us on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline nine seven zero five seven three six one four eight. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe, The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production.